Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Yeah, stretch. Okay. Airbox. I do airboxes. Wow. That's oh, that's how they all do it? Okay, cool, cool. All right. You know, I'm new to this. <laughs> no, that's how I do it. What's been up? Yes. What's going down? What? I gotta know well, what's well, happening. I, I wanna know the world. Right what's been up? WTF. W. OTW. With Rudy Rue. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of WTF WOTW, number 24 to be exact. And as you may have noticed, we didn't have an episode last week because your girl was a little sick. It was not the Rona this time. Anyway, I'm back in full effect. And without further ado, this week's guest is a woman who is no stranger to the microphone. Although she has a face for TV, she's dominated eardrums through Dutch radio and been the voice of a generation for over a decade. Known for her sultry, raspy voice, quick wit, and relatability, this fun-loving woman carries her love for her native island of Curacao and her hometown of Rotterdam with the ultimate pride. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce my first Dutch guest and fellow brown liquor-loving homegirl, known simply as shy welcome Ooh, wow what an introduction thank you You're can welcome. i can i use it can i put it in my uh, biography for sure yeah that was that was nice that was nice thank you well i mean thank you for you know contributing to society well you're gonna make me shy no shy you're not shy. <laughs> not tonight no, not no. tonight <laughs> not tonight have not a sip yeah okay let me do that what are you drinking I'm drinking, um, actually I wanted to drink something else. Uh -huh. I'm that cognac uh, woman, mm -hmm. but I have a bottle which I haven't opened yet. Mm. And I was like, am I gonna open it tonight? Or do I have to wait till I have to like, I don't know, celebrate something, some achievement within the line of work? Cause that's actually why I bought the bottle. Long story short, I'm drinking Hennessy right now. So basically, that was a long way of telling me that you don't consider this an achievement today. No, 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 no. Of course, yes, definitely. I mean, this is my first English interview ah. in, I think, forever. Second one. So mm. So you need to loosen that tongue up, is what yes, you're saying. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Henny, yes. I have spent the week drinking dark rum, so I switched to red wine today. Hmm. But what, are you drinking like Malbec? That's my red wine. I am drinking the bottle that was in the back. Okay, so, I get so it. So whatever it, it, it yeah. was. Well, cheers, cheers. Yeah, cheers, it's gonna do what it do. But I do wanna make a toast to your second English interview. Right, thank you. And, and also to nipples, because without nip them, titties wouldn't have a point. <laughs> Very good point. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So I want to get things cracking off here with a little segment I have called Ice Breakdown. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw some quick questions your way, mm -hmm. and you're going to answer them as quick as your little heart can. Cool? Okay. I'm ready. Rotterdam or Willemstad? Willemstad. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? Ooh, Beyonce. What? Why, though? I think for the dancing and singing part. Mm -hmm. If I was able to sing 
I wouldn't be talking. Listen, I'll tell you this, Shay. With the voice you have, if you sang as well, you would be a problem in these streets. Well, it would be a problem. You're already a little bit of a problem, but it would be a problem. <laughs> not a problem. We'll get there. We're only on question okay, number two. Cool. We'll talk about cool. your problems. No, <laughs> favorite place to travel to? Travel to Curacao. Yes, go ahead. Okay. It is. Damn, you really, the intro is really true, huh? Yeah, it is. Okay. First kiss. How old were you and was it good? First kiss. Philip Filipovich. Oh. I think his name was. Or maybe Enrico. So you were a hoe. Um, no. <laughs> well, how old was I? I don't even know. I'm talking about first kiss with tongue, you know? Oh, first kiss with tongue. Yeah, not uh, more like was, silly um, pick. Oh, no, I was like 17. Your yeah. first tongue kiss was at 17? Yes, I'm not a hoe. No, you were it. late to the, the party was fucking <laughs> over when you got there. And what was his name? Uh, Joey. Was he, was he a good kisser? Uh, yes, my first boyfriend. Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Joey. You're going to get me drunk tonight. Mm -hmm. Someone you admire and still want to meet. Whoa, Oprah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, Sonia Barnes, a Dutch, um, used to be a TV host. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What's so dope about her? So she started like late seventies, if I'm correct. Woman in the business. She was she was very outspoken, which got her in trouble multiple times. But she stayed true to who it is that she was. Yeah. Well, that's dope. Hard or soft? Soft. Celebrity crush. Yeah, don't 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 act like you don't know. <laughs> no, I was like, no. I was like, like, oh, which one? No, no, no. I, yes, I was more like, which one, Rihanna? Oh yeah, she she could get she it on the Tuesday. Okay, calm down. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go First on. of all, you went like this. I think you meant savage because she doesn't wear the fence. Oh, sorry, <laughs> she does not wear the fence. Sorry, I meant savage. Yes, I meant savage. Okay, go yeah. on. So you, oh, so the fantasies just tr she her her clothes are off even. Yeah, that's far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Maybe crocodile. You had crocodile. Yeah, cro crocodile gumbo in New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, it sounds like some bayou shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you took the little swamp cruise and then picked up yes. an alligator and ate it? Oh, no, no, no. I did take the little swamp cruise. I threw like food in the water for the alligators to jump up. Um, it was dope. I got soaked and wet because it started raining real hard. And I had the option to take like this boat that was covered or yeah. an uncovered boat. Mm -hmm. And I like the excitement. So I was like, no, no cover. If the sun is shining, I want to feel it on my, on my skin. Uh, and then it started raining. So when you said, I like the excitement, you meant like the near death excitement? Like he could eat me type thing? <laughs> yes, I just want to feel the danger up close and gotcha. personal. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. What song has been stuck on your head, in your head this week? Oh, this, uh, this morning it was yeah. um, Rise Up from- Oh, from uh, Homegirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I forgot her name. Andre Day. Yeah. And how did it go? Fuck you. And I rise up, I rise like the day. I rise up, I rise unafraid. I rise up, and I do it a thousand times again. Uh, yes. Favorite form of relaxation? Favorite form of relaxation. I think silence, sitting on my... Uh, couch looking outside. What traits do you look for in a mate? A very loving and 
caring heart, soft, but also hard when it comes to um, confident um, and stable. Yeah, yeah, and stable. Yeah. And I also need the person needs to be creative in whichever form. I love brainstorming and talking about art and coming up with stuff and ideas. I need to be constantly teased in that way. Would you rather be considered sexy or smart? Uh, smart. Something new you learned about yourself during quarantine. Oh, shit. The quarantine is not for me. It shouldn't be this silent. It's too silent. I got a lot of chatter in my, my, in my brain where oh. I have a lot of stuff to do or places to go where you can or let the chatter out. Right now, the ch everything is internal. The opposite of relaxing. Yes. Definitely. Okay, but how are you managing it? So I think the first wave, because I got really scared of mm -hmm. the of the row row, I was like, oh my god, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I have to call it the row row. Yes, the row row or coronita. You know, just to make it coronita, like coronita. Yeah, no, that's cute. Oh, this is my face in English. A germaphobe. Yes, so I'm a germaphobe. When Corona hit the first time around, I was really scared. This time around, I'm less scared. So that means that I can move. I get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. so you're no longer like paralyzed. No, or paranoid. Okay. Don't be out there too willy-nilly now. No, 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 definitely not. Okay, cool. What's your best feature? My voice. If your plane was about to crash, who would you want next to you? Um, I had a near-death experience. Oh. Well, I would want the friend next to me, Regilio, who I was with. Yeah. What was this near-death experience? I was in um, Suriname. Yeah. Um, this is two years ago, and I was, what is that, um, going down a rope? Exactly that, going oh. down a rope. Okay, going down a rope. Um, on on a the side of a mountain? Yes, on the side, side of a waterfall. Oh, so you were ascending. You came from up top, and you were coming down. Up down, yes. Gotcha. And I anchored in the correct way. I slipped and I went down. Straight through, yeah, no break. Yeah, no All break. the way to the water. All the way to a stone. Yeah, who did it wait? My ass, thank you ass. Yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of junk. A lot of cushion, stuff. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So me sitting here, being able to talk and doing everything that I do is actually a miracle. Yeah, no, so I guess with that experience, I would see how you'd answer that question. Cause for me, I was like, yeah, it's tricky because on one hand you're like, yeah, I want to be with someone I love, but you don't wish death on them as well. Right. So it's kind of like, <laughs> damn shit. Right. So he was oh. a good pep talker and kept yes. the energy right. Yeah. So I feel like going down, almost dying, he would be like, yo girl, we're going to have a story to tell. Let's do this. Who are we yeah. going to tell? We, the praying about the, the crash. We're going to tell people, Jesus. The people in heaven. Tupac. Yeah. Right. Well, let's hop into the world of pop culture real quick. Yeah. Um, Angie Stone was um, doing this little interview on a blog, and she said that uh, no other relationship has been able to compete with her ex, D'Angelo. Mm -hmm. But she was talking about how uh, she had received a lot of criticism when people found out because they were like, well, why is he dating her? Because, you know, because she was fat and not like the, mm -hmm. the conventional person. I, uh, they put me on steroids, 60 milligrams, the highest milligram you could get at the time. And I blew up. Now, before I blew up, I was this size, but I wasn't as famous. Mm. So nobody knew me at this size. But by the time No More Rain came out, I was 230 pounds. 
And then I was wow. in love with a sex symbol and he was fine. And everybody was looking like, how did she get he? Now who, who's the sex I, symbol? Ain't but one hundred. We could talk about it back then. How does it feel? That's all I can say. <laughs> what do you think about like um, the backlash that women get? I mean, when it comes to the um, schoonheidsideale, beauty. Beauty ideals, yeah. Thank you, beauty ideals. I yeah. think that that is for real something I don't, I don't read stuff like that. I don't really consume, consume it because it, it's just, so it always down, down. It's never uplifting in a way. So mm -hmm. when you told this story, I, the part that I was like, huh, was her saying that she never found somebody else to love as much as she loved Angelo. D'Angelo, yeah, yeah. I mean, they obviously have a kid together, so they've and they're still friends now. So he's in her life. That that would be problematic. If you move on from from a relationship, I feel like you have the time to also move on from the feelings that come with it. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm not saying you're never gonna love the person anymore. No, the love should remain the same, but you should also still be able to create new space for new loves and not compare. True. Yeah. The comparing is where it goes wrong, I guess. But yeah. of course, when you look back over the last 20 years and you look at your relationships, you can still say like, which out of those exes was the best one? Cause it's not, I don't think she means like, y'all, like if you would come and ask me to go now, I'd, well, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> course you could say something but I feel like if you are one in a new relationship I don't think that's a very healthy thing to say but how long ago did they break up that's also the problematic part because it's been over 20 years yeah no I feel you I feel you so because this article made me look inside myself to think like oh what did I think about it when I heard the news and for me I was also like you know if I have to be honest I was also like damn, how did she get him? But it wasn't even because she was overweight. For mm -hmm. me, it was just more of her like demeanor and she like, seemed rough oh, and just rough. like lived. Like <laughs> she already had that oh life <laughs> vibe. Yeah, yeah. And in the interview for this blog that I saw, but her face looked like the way a burn victim has their face. It was just very strange. But also to be honest with you, I used to like her. Oh yeah, this is just the beginning. You're a, you're a horrible, I'm a horrible human being. She looks like a burn victim. She was in a fire. She got out of the house too late. Yeah, but not because her face is is not melted or anything, but just more of there's something with her lip. To be honest with you, I remember when when Angie first dropped and just her first two albums, I was like very like supportive. I even booked some shows. And then mm -hmm. I saw her on that reality show, R&B Divas, and I realized how much of a bitch she was. So I think that combined with my image of D'Angelo in my mind right now, I'm like, she's just yeah. too ugly for him inside. Um, I'm, he's ugly. I get it. She's ugly. Yes. You just, um, yeah. Get my overhaul. I've, I've convinced you. You've convinced me. Yes. So you me. and I agree on everything I've said today, correct? No. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, it's just, she know. ugly. You're right. Glad we agree. Do you know, people are going to listen to this. No, ain't, nobody listens to the show. Oh, okay, cool. Nobody listens. Only three people in, um, Azerbaijan. 
So <laughs> even though the highly anticipated movie Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won't stream on Netflix till um, December 18th, yeah. there's already award buzz around Chadwick Boseman for his last performance in it. Girl, um, I saw it. You already saw it? Don't fuck it up. Don't spoil it for it. me. Okay, cool. Was it a good performance? You said don't say anything, so I'm not. Yeah, don't. Fuck it. Um, so <laughs> the movie, for those who don't know, is um, it's about the woman who is considered the mother of the blues, yeah, uh, Ma Rainey, uh, played by Viola Davis. Yo. And, and it's being produced by Denzel Washington. <laughs> I'll tell you this, just from the trailer alone, I already yeah. knew these people were acting their asses off. A one, a two, a you know what to do. This would be an empty world without the blues. I try to take that emptiness and fill it up with something. They want to call me Mother Blues. That's all right with me. It don't hurt none. <laughs> Way down south and a Where's the, uh, the horn player? I got a friend. Come on, Levy. You rehearse like everybody else. I'm going to get me a band and make me some records. I know how to play real music, not this jug band shit. You call that playing music? Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Go on and fire me. I don't care. When I got there, they began to say. That's to get the people's attention. That's when you and Slow Drag come in with the rhythm part. Me and Cutler play on the break. Levy, the sooner you understand it, and what you say is what Ma said to count. <laughs> we'll be ready to go in 15 minutes. We'll be ready to go when Madam says we're ready to go, and that's the way it go around here. Records are gonna be hits. Come home to me. Every colored man in the world got to do his part. I'm gonna tell the white man just what he can do. They don't care nothing about me. All they want is my voice. About them songs I give you. They're not the right songs. I don't take them off your hands for you. I got my time coming to me. Hey. You don't know nothing about what kind of blood I got, what kind of heart I got beat here. Come on! Viola deserves an award too, by the way she was running that you know, Oscar, Emmy, Tony, what else do they have? All of them. I hate it when people give too much information when I haven't seen anything yet. So I'm very aware of, you know, not raising the bar too high. You know, keep that shit at gutter level. Yes. Keep the bar I, low, not, low. Low, low. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Black people in it. Yay. Black people in it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a chance through Netflix to um, get a viewing of the movie. Mm. And have, uh, afterwards, there was uh, a talk with the director, Viola Davis, and uh, narrated by Samuel L. Jackson, which was awesome. And you were invited to the screening? Yeah, so it was an online screening. And they were on the online as well They're talking on about the it? Online, yes. So basically, you're telling me you're kind of big time. We just don't know. Okay. <laughs> Ladies no, and gentlemen, I, I have shy today. Yeah. No, I do a lot of different things and people don't know. That's the thing. I don't 
talk a lot about all the different things that I do. The movie, yeah, the movie is the movie is dope. We're talking about 1927 for that. Yeah, because era. she was she had a short life and it started in the late 1800s. So yes, right. Mm -hmm. And then to see what type of woman this woman was, yo. Yeah. After we watched it, hit me up. We gotta talk about well, it. Well, she definitely looks like a hood chick with the gold fronts. I was already like, damn, she's ahead of her time for real. Like yes. wearing your wealth in your mouth type shit. Yes, definitely. I might have to find a way to get on that guest yeah. list. I don't know whose dick I gotta suck, but I'm coming. I didn't suck no dick. No, I know, but I you no pussy. No, 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 no. You okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I took it to fall. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Oh, I meant you are a professional in the field. I'm not in that field. I'm not in broadcasting. I'm not media. So. What is what is this we're doing right now? It's not just a, a little something, something, just a little talk, not, just a little catch up, a little oh, something, okay. something. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. no, this is down here. This is low. Oh. You up here, girl. Come on. Don't thank do you that. for do that. No, thank you. we're not equal. Don't even try yeah. it. Uh, um, but speaking of Chadwick, they say that his estate was valued at nine hundred and forty thousand when he died. I'm shocked. What did he do with his money? I am shocked. All those groundbreaking movies, okay, some of them were independent, but still. Black Panther alone should have made him a multimillionaire, though. Uh, toch means right? Huh? And Zaker means sure, sure. <laughs> sure thing, sure Look thing. It, huh? Yeah, no, that was very weird. I know that in the last year of his life, he had to travel with a larger group of people to help him hide mm -hmm. his illness, but also take care of him, so he had to pay them. But... 940,000. I'm like, bruh. My, my question would be like, what did he do with his money? I feel like he put a lot of it in charity and I don't know. That's what I feel like he did. Probably invested it in Wakanda. Uh, Dutch students at a tech university in Eindhoven have created a fully functional electric car made out of waste materials. Now, you know, I don't normally talk about Dutch shit, but I was like, I gotta have at least one Dutch thing to say. <laughs> you come up with this garbage ass car? Okay, go on. What? Listen. What did they do? Yes. It's a bright yellow car named yes. Luca, and it could go up to 90 kilometers per hour. Okay. And it's made out of what? Bananas? So the chassis. <laughs> so the chassis, um, it's made from recycled PET bottles, you know, pet fleshes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but the int, <laughs> but the <laughs> listen, I'm bilingual today. Um, and the interior oh. is is made from household waste. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I feel like it's like old chairs and tables and couches and that would yes. make more sense, huh? I don't, they, I don't think they went to the bathroom to get something out of the, the toilet. So it makes more sense. What you're saying is it makes more sense to make car seats out of a couch. Mm. And this is why I have you here. You're smart. smart. You're not sexy, you're smart. Just throw in the sexy just to make me happy. No, but smart, you say that? Yeah, yeah, you, you sexy-ish, but you smart as a motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, you're welcome. Um, Halle Berry revealed that she had her first orgasm at the age of 11. I remember my first orgasm. You do? Yeah. You do? And I did it to myself. <laughs> I do? I don't remember it. So how old were you? 11. 
Really? Really. And what was happening? <laughs> Walk me through it. I was diddling and I was figuring out my sexuality. Really? Like most girls. Oh my God, I don't remember mine. Now shame on you. Do you remember when you had yours? <laughs> that was 11. No, because you kissed at 17. So I'm like, oh. No, but I, start, oh, I started playing with myself earlier. How early? By the way, Hey, can we? Yes, it's called All Coming Back to Me Now. My first kiss wasn't when I was 17 and wasn't with Joey either. Oh. Um, what was his name, though? Oh. I have no idea, but I was a bit younger. But the first time that I came, my first orgasm, I don't know, maybe I was late to, late to the game, maybe 16 or something. So and Joey is the one that took your virginity? Yes. Is he the one you came and went with? <laughs> Came. Did you have an orgasm with him? Damn, you slow. More than one. Hey, but um, the <laughs> but the question was, how old was I when I had my first orgasm? If Yo, you I remember had... it, or fuck the age part. Do you remember your first orgasm? No, no. I do remember my fir my first intercourse with a man and woman. I remember that. Well, that would mean the day you, the you're losing your virginity. If you would have forgotten that, I'd have really been like, oh, you a ho ho. Right. Of course you're going to remember when you lost your but maybe, virginity. No, but I feel like if I don't remember the first time I came, then it wouldn't be that weird if I forgot the first time. No, that I no that's no? not true. You know why? Because, I mean, in my personal experience, there were numerous sexual experiences I had all over the fucking place where I doubted all the time. I mean, did I come? But I had fun. Oh, well. Like, I had a lot of those moments. So... Even if you would ask me now, my answer is, I don't know. And if you really, really would ask me, you didn't. But we're going to act like you did. Uh. You didn't get a chance to just go on. Answer the question. Uh, no, yeah, my own question. No, is that I still feel like I'm chasing the full orgasm experience. I feel like I've had forms of it. But in my mind, I feel like I didn't blow the lid off of it yet. Oh, girl, go find it. Go check yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's go. the that's the thing. But I don't. But the weird thing is, it's not that I feel like I've missed something. I feel like I've had fulfilling sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, all this fucking hype I hear about. There must be another thing, and I feel like the only way I'll find it is if I'm finally with someone where, and we need to go to some kind of like tank trick retreat and really be in a different wavelength like like tantric tantric motions yeah, and all like we close but we not close the images <laughs> i need some shit like that i think <laughs> yes yeah it's there it is it's, the, it's there oh. it's there you have, you, have, you have like the i call them baby comes which sounds yeah. fucked up but you have like the baby comes and you have like the i don't even and I, you don't know what you're like i don't even know what to do with my life type coming Yes, bursting of a volcano, just going like, y'all, I had one the other day. Tell me. <laughs> it was so good. We need to find you somebody. We need to work on that. I feel like I should just come over to your house and then you teach me. So, um, <laughs> have a sip, have a sip, drink up. Yeah. As if Chirac wasn't bad enough, Spike Lee is working on directing another musical. This time, it's a musical about... Viagra. Don't let erectile dysfunction get in the way. Why? I don't know. I guess we all need to get it up. I don't know. I don't know why. So maybe it's about <clears throat> that is very difficult for men 
to keep their, yeah. you know, during the sex. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's about that. Maybe it's about during the intercourse, a man has to be very aware of what he's doing, the link between the dick and the brain to keep it up. So the first time that I heard that it was so much effort to keep it up, I felt like somebody should make a movie out of it. So maybe that's what Spike Lee is doing. Let's go with that. That sounds so much more exciting. And it would be so much more fun also that they're going to be singing about it. It's just going to add to it. Weird as fuck. Did you get a chance to watch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special? Yo, so no. So I watched like the little snippets that I could find online. Don't. Why? Wasn't... No, because don't spoil it with snippets. First of all, that whole thing is available on on what You used to hit me up with links and stuff. I don't think I used to hit you up. I think you used to hit me up as if that was my only job in life, is what that was. Yeah, that's true. The highlight was obviously the reunion between Will Smith and the original on Viv after Mm -hmm. their 27-year feud. I was 21 years old. Yeah. Um, I know. Everything was a threat to me. Why was I a threat? Not you, the world. I was so driven by fear and jokes and comedy yeah. and all of that. Yeah, you were, was how you were live. You yeah. Were live. <laughs> you were live. You know. But what you didn't realize either, that I was going through a lot at home. Mm-hmm, right. Very abusive marriage. I can see now the level of pain and the level of struggle that it was for you just to show up every day. But you took all that away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. words can kill. Mm-hmm. I lost everything. Reputation, everything. You know those words, calling a black woman difficult mm-hmm. in Hollywood is the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. It's the kiss of death, and it's hard enough being a dark-skinned black woman mm-hmm. in this business. But I felt it was necessary for us to finally move forward. I could not do a 30-year celebration of this show and not celebrate you. Celebrate your contribution to this show. Celebrate your contribution to my life. I mean, you. (laughs) And for me, as if crying in that special wasn't enough, because, you know, I'm a a sensitive girl, although I'm I'm a thug. I'm I'm never seen you cry. You are sensitive? I thought you oh. were rock hard. No? You're bullshitting. You're, like You're bullshitting, right? You're yes. bullshitting. Go on, yeah. <laughs> you see me cry? No. Oh, you tr- oh, that's your way of saying, I see through it. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick. Um, <laughs> what was it you wanted? Was gonna, what, tell me, you wanted to say something? <laughs> no, uh, please light up. And I think it will, it will really go with the voice and the sexy image and the yeah. handy. So to me, it actually works. Yeah, you don't even have to pose with it. You just got to be. So no, I was saying, you know that some parents are using COVID as a reason not to buy gifts for their kids. So they're telling their kids, uh, Santa doesn't want to risk catching it. So he's social distancing. But I get it though. If somebody, if a parent lost their jobs or something, you got to be creative. Yo, our fucking prime minister was even talking about Sinterklaas saying that Sinterklaas is doing everything he can do to social distance, and then we should take an example from Sinterklaas. We definitely should from Sinterklaas. Him and his black ass Pete's can fuck off, so that works. Yeah, that works. 
Yeah, I can't. Well, Coming to America 2 finally has a release date. To be. She's your queen to be. Ever since I was born, I've been trained to serve you. Yes, I know this, but I would like to know about you. What do you like to do? Whatever you like. <laughs> what kind of music do you like? Whatever kind of music you like. Look, I know what I like. And I know you know what I like because you were trained to know what I like. But I would like to know what you like. For instance, do you have a favorite food? Yes. Good. What is your favorite food? Whatever food you like. Coming to America was the shit. I loved it. Loved it. So what you're saying is you loved it. I loved it. Is oh. Eddie going to play in the second one? Girl, everybody's back. Yes. But what are they Everybody doing? that's alive so what is back. Are they what are they doing though? They, I don't know. They haven't, yeah, they haven't um, released the plot. The yeah. only one that's not coming back, which is, he has no purpose, is the Eric LaSalle character, Soul Glow. So what, I'm, what I think is that Soul Glow man has a kid. Oh, and he's they gonna rival? Yes. But Mark. then Soul Glow man should be in the movie. <laughs> he's alive, so he's not in it. Uh, no, he doesn't have to be in it. But that's fucked up. <laughs> it is. But I mean, it's going to, going to be like uh, Angie Stone, D'Angelo, you know? I love how you say D'Angelo, D'Angelo. It's D'Angelo. <laughs> what the fuck? D'Angelo. <laughs> okay, we be, we D'Angelo. Angie is talking about D'Angelo. Mm. D'Angelo ain't talking about her. You understand what I mean? So D'Angelo isn't really talking. So we don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> but I doubt he's saying, oh, I want to stick my dick back in that. I don't think he's saying that. I saw this cow coochie stew on Instagram today. Yes. And so a female said, cow has a vagina. A yes. And they're cooking it. Chinese people apparently are cooking it. So everybody's eating pussy in China. Yes. Y'all doing? I'm the Coochie Man. Guys, today we're gonna make cow coochie stew. Get ready. I hope you have about 10 free hours on your hands because that's how long it takes to prepare this Vietnamese delicacy. So you're gonna start off with some salt and some water and you're gonna rub it down and make get the stench out there because it will have one. Alright, rub it in there, get your fingers everywhere. And then uh, you're gonna get uh, a sharp knife and you're gonna get every piece of hair out of there, okay? I don't know about you, but I like my cow coochie stew like I like my regular coochies and that's no hair. Alright, then you're gonna take uh, lime, you're gonna take some vegetables, and this is where you're gonna get that zesty taste, alright? So rub it down and get it good. And then you're gonna get your spices. This is my favorite part. Rub it down and then uh, take some coconut water and uh, get your um, hot peppers too, okay? That's really important because uh, Calcucci stew needs to be spicy, alright? Then you're gonna base it. Make sure you get it nice and juicy, nice and wet, WAP style, alright? Then um, there you go. You put it on, uh, on a plate, cut it up, serve it up. Thank me later, guys. So <laughs> seeing the preparation didn't even, it didn't make me want to try cow coochie. Of course not. Did you see what it looked like? Yeah, yeah. It looked like you, a fat ass fupa. What's a fupa? You know, when you have, your pussy is like real juicy and then there's like fat up top. So fupa stands for fat upper pussy area. So oh, I never had a fupa. <laughs> you've never had a fupa? <laughs> <laughs> not something you order on the menu uh that's not something you also put on a dating profile we have i don't know because you know i haven't been out there in a while is that what they're we saying now loving feet so why would they not love hoopas true true i think you should put it on your tinder profile cow coochie 
Yes, please. It was a rumor for years, but George Clooney confirmed in his interview with GQ this month that he gave each of his 14 friends $1 million. Is there anything you fantasize about doing with your millions after you've made them? A boat. I want a yacht. Aside from the fact that... That's not what you meant? You meant giving money away? <laughs> I mean, you're going to do some nice shit for people you know. But it's fine. Buying a yacht. First of all, that's like the worst investment you can make. Why? There's a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know how they say the minute you drive a car off of the the lot yeah, yeah. well with a yacht it's even worse because but i have i have thousands so i can still thousands rest, first of all you know how much a yacht costs just off top no but stop i started off with a boat let me go back to the boat i want to rub so boat. you really meant i want like a rubber slave ship you yes you go get no no she said yes no no, no. <laughs> no i want a rubber boat a rubber boat a rubber boat I can put my friends on and my family on and we have we have dinner and everything and that's cool if I have more money than that I think I wouldn't give any everybody like a um, amount of money but I would give them something that would make life easier so whatever it is that they need but what if they're like I need money to make my life easier <laughs> <laughs> then they would get money <laughs> Michael B Jordan uh, has been named 2020 Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine. Shout out to him. But do you agree with this decision or is there another man's face floating around the internet you like better? I think he's cute, but he got a lot of teeth. A lot of, a lot of teeth going on. Finally. Finally, somebody. Because every time someone says something, I'm like, mm. And then they're like, oh my God. I'm like, y'all don't see... He looks like he has too many teeth. But he has a weak chin. He has a weak chin. So the mouth is just protruding. The chin can't handle the mouth. You should, you're, you're taking it too far. I mean, he, got, he has beautiful teeth. Yes, beautiful smile. He's got it like a lot. I've seen him, like when he does his kissing scenes, that's yes, disgusting okay. to me because the mouth is so big, it would, I would feel like my face would fit in. Who do you imagine kissing? Hmm? Well, Take not him. Yeah. But I mean, he's beautiful though. <laughs> no, he has um, a good body. He has a beautiful, like his personality and his aura. He's vibrant. What he stands eyes. for. That's sexy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this year, oh, yeah. Michael can get it. Soft jaw Mike can get it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yes, yeah. I agree. I still sit on the face now. We don't need a strong jaw for that. Whoa. Nicki Minaj is about to drop a docu-series. Yes, I saw that. What's up, y'all? It's Onika Tanya Mirage, and I'm very excited to finally share with you guys that my docu-series is coming to HBO Max. And um, it's going to give you guys a raw, unfiltered look at my personal life and my um, professional journey. Speaking of career journey, was being a radio broadcaster your dream growing up? No, not at all. I think that when I started studying, I wanted to organize like multicultural events to bring people together. I started writing poetry at a very young age. So I used to read a lot of different books by different um, American and also Dutch poets, thinking that maybe one day I would write a book or something. My first time on stage as a host was because a friend of mine who said, I want you to host my album release party. And I was like, hmm, me? 
why? And he said, yeah, I think that that is something you could do. I didn't have no idea. And who um, was this? Martino Soares. Well, shout out to uh, him. Cheers. Yeah. Yo, cheers. Yes, definitely. Yeah. From your spoken word days, what was your favorite poem of yours that you wrote? Yo, Love's Ways Got Stuck. How does it go? I think I only remember uh, a part. Well, I only need a part. I don't have time for the whole thing. Okay. So it <laughs> went something, fuck you, it went something like, Love's Ways Got Stuck, just like that. All that was, still is in some kind of way, but white fades, blue and purple all turned around into this one color, pain and hurt trying to ease the cracking of our skins against this burning sunlight. I don't even know, but. Mm, that sounds like your favorite. So describe the emotion you felt the first time you were live on air. The very first time that I was on radio live was on Radio Stonvosta, which is a local radio station in Rotterdam. The show was called Tribal. Try radio impressions balanced and leveled. Oh, that's deep. That is deep. And what we did was uh, we would discuss like all this political stuff and, you know, everything. But that, that was, was before, obviously, Black people in Holland became conscious and woke. So you were ahead of your time, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, we, we would be talking about stuff. And we were doing it together, talking together. My first time at Funix, I was scared shitless. Just looking at the time ticking. So it's to the commercials to, and everything. To the commercials and everything. Again, yeah. so it's time to start talking. My voice was all the way up here. Yo, so you didn't have no bass in your voice. No bass in my voice. When I oh. speak Dutch, my voice is lower. That's because you get to activate the sexy because you don't have to think about your words. But you I lean into it more, like yeah. Yeah. No, as, it's also Julia Veta, you know. <laughs> Nay, it's also the construction of the words, which gotcha. makes it different, right? Mm -hmm. um, who gave you an opportunity along the way, despite your lack of experience? I think actually everyone I encountered. Well, so, damn. But that's really dope. I don't think many people can say almost my entire career has, has been made up of people who, who believed in you, in essence. Yeah. You lucky Definitely. bitch. <laughs> Mine was yeah. the complete opposite. My entire career... It's not yep. even trying to be funny, has been made up of roadblocks, um, creating a path that wasn't there, mm -hmm. or hate. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? That, and, but it doesn't, it's not even, uh, I'm not even complaining, but mm -hmm. when I hear you, I'm like, I ain't had that at all, because I was like, because sometimes I'm like, oh, it would be dope if someone would just be like, oh, this is something dope for you, Rudy. Yeah. No, I always have to be like, man, I think I could do that shit. I've never done it. I'm just going to do it. But all you need is the flame to be ignited, right? Then you and just have to I nurture am, and keep it burning. And yes, I am oh. on the inside. <laughs> okay. You look That's like, you know, one of them like psychic friends people. You do know my third eye is open as fuck. Do you know that? I did not know that. Well, now you do. Look at it. It's, it's a good eye. Um... <laughs> How did you know it was time for you to cut the cord and leave Funex? It was a long time coming. So, so you actually stayed longer than you should have. Yes. I was very, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very um, transparent when it comes to, um, for example, letting my colleagues know that I think it's time to go. So that first conversation happened maybe four years before I left. 
it had to do with maybe me moving to the States. So I was leaving, um, leaving the job to uh, pursue love. Um, aww. Aww. That is a moment of, for love. For love. For love. For love. For love. It didn't happen. So I stayed. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, that's why I'm still in Rotterdam. But no, um, it took some time because I, re- I started to realize at a, certain po- at a certain point that I identified so much with what it was that I was doing with my profession, with being that person um, at Funix. In the whole sport, so in the afternoon. Yeah, prime time. You got prime time. Prime time. You, you yeah, were their golden child. Gold, yes. Yeah. And that came the perception of who it is that I am is my work. I needed some time to do that. And Because you were shy from phonics. Yeah, I was shy from phonics. You know that I had been telling you to leave, that you could, you should, you know what I mean? So for me, what was a surprise to me, though, is when you left the hottest radio station, so to speak, I thought you were going to then also cross over and try a new aspect of media, but you then did radio again. Um, yes. And I did a, the thing is this, and I did a documentary in the meanwhile, when I, while I was actually still at working at Funny. So I did the documentary for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a few um, small report segments for uh Jurgen Raimond. I mean, my dream is still to be on Dutch TV. And when okay. it comes to what it is that we see on TV right now, I feel like it's very limited. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yo, I tried. I tried. I tried so hard to get there and to create that possibility. Um, mm-hmm. But it didn't, ha- it didn't happen yet. And at a certain point, I got frustrated the convincing people what it is that I can bring to the table. I just got tired and I didn't want to put any effort in that part anymore. And I started looking at other stuff that I have a passion for. You obviously also are attractive. You're very confident. So you have a physical presence. So to me, you're a good talker. What is the, the, what was the fear? I'm black. You are black. But when I see you in action or whatever, I feel like you also have this people's champ vibe. I think people that don't know you might get intimidated. Yes. And I think- Which is funny to me because you're goofy as fuck to me. And I'm like, you do exude intelligent woman. I got got a bunch of different glasses. Funny that you're saying right now too. Yeah. Playful and open it up and all that kind of stuff. But yo- all of this is what I got to work with. And I, there was a certain period of time that I was willing to work on that dominance thing that people are seeing and all that kind of stuff to break through it so that they see the goofiness right away. But yo, this is who I am, right? So Yeah, and I'm plus not- the goofiness is not for everyone and it's not for every time. So like you shouldn't yeah. be putting on a show every time you set foot oh, on stage either. I think it's great that Jurgen, a black man, gave you a little a correspondent job. But I feel like the the people who were in a more commercial position should have done that. I feel like Umberto Tung should have had oh. someone like you instead of the the yuppie white boy. I'm sure he's great. 
He's great. And I'm glad he had a job. Yeah. And the but, thing is, I agree. So it's very, so it's very frustrating because this is the thing. I, I know what it is that I'm good at and I'm very aware of what it is that I need to learn. And mm. I'm very aware of the fact that, that, that I need time to do it. The only thing that I'm asking for is a possibility, yeah. Yeah. a chance. It took me some time, time to understand why it was that I still didn't get that chance. Yeah. Until somebody told me, you look like an activist. My hair, apparently, the way I speak and all that kind of stuff is a scary black woman or whatever. No, when I what it is is you sound educated is what it is because you dress in bright colors so it's not like you look like a black panther every day like right now i'd be like all right cool let my people go but like when i'm seeing you in a, oh, in a what kind of yeah you know what i'm saying you, you like this is a serious up top but zebra at the bottom like it's a mix yeah like and you wear yellows and stuff i think it's really just about the fact that when you have your serious face on you look people in the eye and you know, you give them the opportunity eye. to speak to you. Yeah. Yeah, you're that one eye and some motherfuckers can't hold it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still in the game. I'm still doing for my sure. thing. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff, and my time is going to come. For, for sure. And I'm going to fucking grab it. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to choke the shit out of him. Just grab yes. that thing. Yeah. Yeah, cheers to that, first of all. Yo, I just want to say sidebar. When I'm drinking my usual Patron pineapple, whiskey Coke, yo, I'm fucking faded. This is why I don't drink wine, because wine goes straight to my fucking head. But what? Yes, it does. And I'm sitting here complimenting you after complimenting you, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just dick riding over here. No, no, I'm just playing. I meant, I meant every word. No, okay. Well, thank God. But, um, <laughs> you know, fuck. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> so, but going back to, um, yeah, creating your own opportunities, et cetera, grabbing the, the opportunity when it comes, lack of representation has been a conversation in Dutch media um, ever since it became fashionable. So let's say for the past four years, really. And as we speak, there are two new proposed networks trying to garnish enough support to launch, right? Omroep X, which is Network X, and there's Zwart, which is Black. First question, have you endorsed either yet? Both. Holland is a small country, and although there are a large number of marginalized people living here, I'm like, I don't think there's enough of them to launch two networks vying for the support of a similar demographic. Like, I know that both can exist. I'm not one of those people who thinks like there should only be one. Yeah. But I am one of those people from observing this country for two decades. Are there, are there enough people to back it up? Because at a certain moment, you're thinning yeah. it out. And I'm like, isn't it, why don't we have one dope ass network that has it all? I hope that people will push both of them. I agree, to, I agree when you say, but why not combine everything together? In a dying medium as television, right? Because everything is it's really an online game right now. But on a dying medium like that, the age demographic that's going to sustain TV is going to overlap on both. It's going to be us, our age group. Maybe at most, maybe we'll say 32. Let's say so between the age of 32 and 52, that's us. That's us. And there's actually a third network too. Oh. Evens, I think it's Evens, and they are for women of 
color. It's too much. Well, first of all, Evans is going. Evans is just going to have to just take a seat. We as Black people are also very critical when it comes to what the movement is. A network being synonymous or labeled as a movement to me is already a problem. Yeah, um, and this is funny because I had a lot of discussions about about this with friends. The the these couple of wow. You made me drink too much. Did I? You're welcome. Um, I feel like we should we should still um, be critical, but also uplift. uplift. I want to see success, yeah. and I don't want it to be like ah, oh, they're fragmenting within themselves yeah. and in their own way. I would want there to be a situation if hypothetically, if Zvart gets to the finish line and Omrup X doesn't make it. There needs to be a contingency plan behind the scenes and a bridging of a relationship between these two organizations that their supporters will automatically then come. Because yeah. that's where it becomes yeah. a thing, you know? That's where oh, the disconnect. It, yo, baby girl, send a meal, send a- Nobody listens to me, Shy. Between you and me and- my hundreds of listeners, the reality of the situation is... Nobody listens to you? No. But anyway, so back to what I was saying. The reason I brought up these two networks is, would uh, you want to host your own show on those networks? Or do you feel that you need to break the glass ceiling in the mainstream media? Good question. I feel both. But right now I'm busy with creating my own stuff. Yo, I'm getting, yo, Rudy, you're almost losing me. I drank too much. You, you know what the solution is? Keep, what, keep drinking. No, I stopped. What else do we have brewing in the life of Shaveka? Ooh, she hit me with my Your government name. My government name, Shaveka, yes. What else do we have brewing? Um, we have a couple of different things brewing. I'm a teacher at the college. Um, the 3rd of December, my own talk show is going to start with um, a new institute, a museum here in Rotterdam. I also give um, diversity courses and I'm working together with some commercial parties. Still very focused on, I have a documentary heart. So I want to tell stories um, linking people to people. So in Dutch, we, you would say made immenselijkheid. Um, so it's about humanity yeah. connecting. It's about humanity connecting. What I've learned in this interview today is that you probably need me on your team. Yo, Rudy, market my ass to the States. Let's go. You understand what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, as far as your brand profile goes, yeah, that's cool. But I'm talking about also creating something together. Yeah. I'm creative too, motherfucker. Not just what I, putting someone else up. No, Can I what, be what, up what, sometimes? That's not what I Why said. Why is my face so red? <laughs> Shit. Let's create something that could work here and there. Uh, what's yeah, the yeah. best way for the public to keep up with all your, your different uh, creations? Follow me on my IG at S-H-A-Y-K-R-E-U-G-E-R. There you go, guys. Tell Any me. deep, dark secrets you want to tell me before we wrap it up? I'm washing my clothes right now. But I'm now I'm looking for what is a deep dark secret? I like chocolate. I like the personal. I like Are you single? Are um, you in a relationship? Is it complicated? Well, I need some exclusive. You pregnant? What, 
Do I look pregnant? What you want to know? Well, I can't see nothing from the titty down. So you could be pregnant. I could be pregnant. You but I'm happy. What was your question? All of them. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, so yes, I'm off the market. You are off the market. That's all I need. I didn't need names. I'm not available, but you can still DM me. If because you have, you have Chrisette Michelle's phone number, you can hit me up. I do have her phone number. Well, give me her phone number. Sure. How about, she's going to do this podcast one of these days. I'll just invite you on. Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do I look like somebody that cheats? Okay. 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 When I'm off the market, I don't get people harassing me. It's like my energy changes or something. And oh. in general, in general, people don't pursue me at all. I think that people are scared of me. Yeah, they are scared. Yeah, because yeah. you're an asshole. I'm like a terry, like a zebra teddy bear. What are you? What you? I'm wow. a real teddy bear. I'm also fluffy, like a teddy bear. Teddy bear. No, you're not fluffy. I'm fluffy. You got puma? What was it called? Fupa? You got a little fupa? Yeah, you got fupa. <laughs> yeah, but I had a fat upper pussy region even when I was thin. You don't want it to be bony up there because that shit hurts. When you do what, Rudy? Live. Um, so <laughs> it's time for us to go. I just want to thank you for coming. Well, thank you for having me over. Yes. I hope you had fun. I had fun. I had mad fun. It was dope. Real quick before we go. Tell me. What does a deaf gynecologist do? Gynecology work. Looking at the pussy, the fupa. Reads lips. And the crowd goes, what? You are amazing. This was, I couldn't even look. I couldn't even laugh with sound. What? I'm going to use it though. What does a deaf gynecologist do? Read pussy. Ooh. Not read pussy. Oh. Read lips, you fucking Party. nasty ass. <laughs> read lips. I meant to read lips. Which is the pussy? You got it. Way to break down the joke. Um, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Deuces. Deuces. Thank you for listening. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. Please be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Do something with your life. Catch you next week on WTF. W-O-T-W. With Rudy Rue.